Hello, now welcome to the show. Just before we crack on, I just want to double check. Do you want to get confident on camera, be irresistible to those you're talking to and speak online with confidence and ease? Well, grab my new online course, Calm On Camera, the pre-recorded series now. Over the course of four sessions, we'll be really getting clear on why it is that you're showing up online and how to do it in a way that works for you. So head to amylayton.teachable.com and enter the promo code IRRESISTIBLEPRESENCE for 10% off now. Welcome to Irresistible Presence, the show that will empower you to up your confidence, get visible and share your truth in a way that works for you. I'm Amy Layton, speaking and presence coach, actress and champion for introverts. Each week I'll be exploring tips and techniques to help you up your speaking game while staying honest and true to who you are. Just a reminder before we start, please do remember to rate, to review and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help to get the word out there. So welcome to episode number one. Let's get on with the show, shall we? Hey guys, it's Amy Layton. Welcome to Irresistible Presence, the brand new podcast. Oh my goodness me, this is something that I have been wanting to do for so long. I've been wanting to jump on the podcast bandwagon for ages and I am so, so, so excited to be finally doing this and finally putting it out into the world. So welcome, welcome, come and join. Each week we're going to be exploring tips and techniques to help you up your speaking game, increase your visibility and feel really confident and empowered to do so and share your truth in a way that works for you. So it could be that you are looking to up your speaking in person. So maybe it could be at a board meeting or at an event, or you have to give weekly status meetings, or you have to be able to give pitches. It might be that you're trying to up your social media following. And so as part of that, you're wanting to speak online or you're wanting to create YouTube videos, or maybe you're wanting to get a little bit more confident at the idea of doing a podcast yourself. Whether you're right at the beginning of your speaking career or whether you've been doing it for a little while and you're wanting to tune up, regardless, this podcast is here to help meet you where you're at and help you along your way. So welcome to episode numero one. For those of you that don't know a huge amount about me, as I said earlier, my name's Amy Layton. I am a speaking and presence coach. I'm an actress and I am a champion for introverts. Because, my friends, I myself, even though I do this for a job, I myself have introverted qualities. So I know how it feels to be absolutely terrified by this stuff. And actually, it's only because I've had to do the work on myself. And the way that I work now has been tried and tested, not only by my clients, but also by moi, that I know that this stuff works because I never had any kind of confidence training. I never had any communication training at school. And so it's only through doing the work that I do now and developing the program that I work with now that I've actually been able to teach myself this stuff because we don't get taught this kind of stuff at schools. I don't know, I think times are changing and actually I do go into schools now because they're starting to recognize the importance of it. But Certainly, when I was back at school, I am 28 and a half, um, 18 months from 30, as I keep telling myself. Um, When I was back at school, we didn't have this kind of stuff, quite frankly. We just didn't. And so it, it means that for those of you that 
are in the same boat as me, regardless of age, for those of you that haven't had this kind of training, what happens when we're, we're suddenly pushed into a situation where we've got to speak or there's an expectation where we're having to speak? What happens? We don't know what to do and we're, we're kind of trying to make it up a little bit as we go along and we're trying to seem really confident, but actually we're having to figure it out as well. So this is why I wanted to, to start the work that I am doing because there is no formal training for speaking when we're growing up. And so actually we've got to find a way that we can do it, that we can make it sustainable and we can make it work in a way that works for us. Now, for those of you that know my story, or actually for those of you that don't, as I mentioned earlier, I am an actress as well. I've got a background in performing. I've got a degree in acting. I'm a trained actor. However, I am more than happy to go and be really confident and get on stage as a character, say the character's words, or get in front of a TV camera and be a character again there. However, they ain't my words. When I finished drama school, you tried asking me to stand up and speak in front of a group of people or on camera as myself, and I would have told you to get lost. Genuinely. There was no hope in hell you would have found me doing that. And that is because looking back and knowing what I know now, that is because I identify with having those introverted qualities that we mentioned earlier. So we have the idea of extroverts and introverts, So extroverts find it really nourishing to be around people. Introverts find it really nourishing to recharge by themselves. And then you've got ambiverts, which are a little bit of both. Now, I identify as having some of the introverted qualities and some extroverted qualities. So actually, I'm probably an ambivert. But I've had to work on that introverted side of me because it was getting all a little bit embarrassing when I was being asked to stand up and speak and I couldn't do it. And so as I started to do it, I started to to work on myself. I started to see the value of upping my skills in this area. And as soon as I started to have the confidence to speak out, I actually started to really see the impact of this work. And so it was then that I decided to start working with young people. And my goodness me, trust me, the effects of doing this work with 15, 16, 17 year olds is absolutely incredible. I remember people getting up and speaking about some absolutely incredible things, some amazing topics that you wouldn't necessarily expect people of that age to be talking about, like sexism in sports and battles with autism and so many different incredible, incredible subjects. And it just really occurred to me that actually this kind of work was not only necessary for myself, it wasn't only necessary for young people, but it was also necessary for adults and people going along their careers. So this is why now I go about helping people to get their voices out there because as cliche as it sounds, we all have a voice. We've all got something to share. We've all got something worth saying and something that needs to be put out there. That could be online. It could be through doing YouTube videos or Instagram TV. We could be doing stories and lives and spreading our message that way and upping our social media following. It could be that we're at a board meeting or we're speaking at an event or we're going to a party. And I don't know about you guys, but the idea of going either to a networking event or a party or an event actually, full stop, where I don't know anybody, I find that idea absolutely 
terrifying absolutely terrifying and it could be that actually we really like I do we really recognize the need and the value in doing that and so how do we go to those events how do we do that thing but how do we put ourselves across really well the beauty of doing this work is that it goes across both our career but also our personal lives and it could be that we need to have a hard conversation with somebody it could be that we need to speak up in a restaurant and say when something isn't quite right or we need to be able to ask for the service charge being taken off you know that automatic 12 and a half percent that they had in the uk don't get me wrong i'm more than happy to pay for it when it's really good service when it's good service i'm more than happy to but when the service is shocking goodness me it could be that actually we need to ask for it to be taken off so wherever we're at this stuff goes across the whole of our life essentially communication skills speaking and presence public speaking whatever you want to call it this stuff is really really vital wherever we're at just one thing to mention is that even though i do this as my job i don't have all the answers i'm actually pretty far from it reason that i mention this is because i have really hard days too i have days where i think that what i'm saying is irrelevant I have days where I think what I have to say people won't care about. I have days where I think I'm just not very interesting. But every time that happens, I get myself back up again. And because I am so passionate about what I do and what I'm trying to share and the message that I'm trying to share, I keep trying. And I keep trying. And next time it happens and I become really disillusioned with what I'm doing, I remember what I did last time. I get myself up and I keep trying and I keep trying I'm not afraid to do that I'm not afraid to experiment because I like learning different ways and I constantly have to adapt to the different audiences that I'm speaking to and I could be delivering the same material but actually I recognize that I'm not going to be able to deliver the same stuff to every single audience I have to change it and sometimes that adaptation has to happen on its feet and so I will have to change things in the moment and I really enjoy it. I quite enjoy that challenge. But I wasn't I wasn't always like that. I am daughter of an accountant and an IT manager. And as you might well guess, for both of those professions, there's fairly little room for messing up. So I grew up thinking that I had to do everything right first time. And I was that person. I don't know if anyone else identifies by by doing this but I was always that person who would be nodding my head and saying yes of course I know how to do that yep not a problem I'll do that yep cool all right then thanks bye um (laughs) and all the meanwhile I was sat going in my head oh my goodness me how on earth do I go about doing this I would not have a clue what I was doing and I was too scared to say that I didn't know I was too scared I couldn't do it And actually, it's only through the work that I've done, the creative work that I've done and having that background in performing and in drama and being able to experiment in those kind of situations that actually I've I've started to realise actually in my own life as well. It's okay not to know what you're doing all the time. I've started doing CrossFit recently. Well, I say recently, within the last six months. And I have recently moved up from what they call CrossFit light. I call it baby CrossFit. It's uh, where you where you build your fitness up and your stamina up, but it's adapted it's adapted to everybody's ability, so everyone can do it, and you can be completely successful. 
And now, since January, when am I recording this? The end of February. So for the last six weeks, I have been with the bad boys. I have gone to proper CrossFit. And I go three times a week. (laughs) And I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. (laughs) But that's fine. And I'm learning. But actually, it's, it's that idea. And it's something that I've spoken to the coaches about. It's that idea of being okay with not having a clue what you're doing. Because it's new. And it's okay when things don't necessarily go to plan. It's okay when, like I had once happened to me, I was doing a live, I was doing a Q&A, so I was bringing somebody else in. This is on Instagram. And my phone froze whilst I was trying to add the other person in. And I didn't know, because my phone had frozen, I was trying to restart my phone. I didn't know that actually my camera was still working. (laughs) And so all you could see was me... I was holding the phone in my hand because I didn't think it was recording and all you could see was me looking straight and the camera was looking straight at my nostrils and you could just see me pulling loads of faces and going, ah, this isn't working. Why is it not working? Why is it not working? Maybe with a few explicits in there as well. And I just got a text. As soon as I restarted my phone, I had a text through from the girl that I was doing it with saying, do you realise that the camera is still running? And I was like, oh my goodness me, I had absolutely no idea. So these things happen. They happen. And they provide a really good story afterwards. A really good story. Don't get me wrong, it was horrendous at the time, but looking back at it, it's quite funny, really. So anyway, sidetrack. Sorry, I just had to share that story because I find it quite funny. And so I think that we're starting to see the idea that actually we need to be okay we need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable we need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable there's definitely a saying to do with discomfort and i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but we need to be okay with being a little bit vulnerable and not knowing what we're doing and actually then it's it's through asking people for help and for guidance that then we start to be able to work on those skills but unless we do that we're forever going to be that person who's nodding going yeah 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 yeah, that's that's totally fine And then going, oh my goodness me, how on earth do I do that? And then freaking out, freaking out behind the scenes. So I want you to think, if things are going well for you at the moment, brilliant. If they're not, if there's something in either your career or in your personal life which isn't quite going to plan, I want you to celebrate it. And you might be going, what? But I really want you to celebrate it, honestly, because one day you're going to be the person who has gone through that experience. You've come out the other end. It could take two days to come out the other end. It could take five years. But you are going to be able to say, I got through that. And with your story and with your experience, you are going to be able to inspire so many people. So many people. I get really emotional when I speak about this. I'm feeling really emotional right now. Um, But it's through that human connection and that human storytelling. That's where the magic really happens. Because we spend so much of the time that we have on our screens scrolling. And yes, I love things like lives and YouTube and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but... 
because we spend so much time hunched over on our phones we don't create eye contact with people we don't look at each other we don't smile anymore we don't create connection we find it too scary myself included what does that mean that we're losing though it means that we're losing that real presence that real human to human conversation that real passion and so you can be the person that starts that up again for you you can be the person that can take ownership and you can share your message and you can inspire other people to do that so we're clearly starting to see a need for for going to do this kind of stuff and it could be that we're sharing a story or it could be that we need to make some facts or some statistics or something like that really accessible and really exciting to people as well so we've kind of we've got opportunities from both ends of the scale but for us to to want to get up and keep doing it over and over again we've got to create a way of speaking that that is sustainable to us we've got to do it in a way that works well for us whilst connecting really well to our audience and actually that's the beauty of it because we are showing that human side we're showing our true personality to the audience and so we are creating that human to human connection and it means that we want to go back and do it again now I don't know about you but when I think of the words public speaking which I I try and avoid actually in my in my work but it is it is the word that all my work stems from I use speaking in presence I feel it's a bit nicer it's a bit more flowery um when one tends to think of the word public speaking I think a lot of people have the idea of 80s style power suits boardrooms and the f word no not that one fear (laughs) fear and I think we can get so nervous about that idea that we don't know what we're doing and we can get quite fearful of that and quite fearful of vulnerability and it's it's what holds I'd say about 99% of my clients back in all honesty is that fear of either what people are going to think of them or it's that fear of not necessarily 100% knowing what you're doing and having to ask for help in the first place or it's that fear of stepping into your own power and what could happen if you stop holding yourself back and yet sometimes it feels like everybody else is able to say everything that they want to everything that they want to and they can articulate themselves down to a T and they can say exactly what they want to how they want to and you're like why can't I do this why can't I do it? And it can get really annoying, really frustrating. And it's this idea of everything having to be perfect again. Fear of judgment, fear of it not being perfect, holding ourselves back, that imposter syndrome kicking in too. That imposter syndrome, which is a tendency towards perfectionism and a fear of failure. And it's something that about 70% of people experience at least once in their lifetime. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was only affected by imposter syndrome once in my lifetime, crikey, I would be really, really thankful. However, as somebody who has been really quite badly affected by imposter syndrome in the past, and somebody who still suffers with it, somebody who still has to talk herself out of it sometimes, I know how it kind of works. And I know that unless we start to work on our mindset with speaking, then that fear of failure is 
always going to be there. When I was at drama school, we had a drama teacher who used to say to us, shoot the bird. As in, I can see that you're about to get up and deliver a monologue, but actually, I can see that you've got that fear in your eyes. You look terrified. Shoot the bird. You can do this. Get up. Go for it. And that will always stay with me. It's about starting to kick that imposter syndrome into action. And as soon as you make that a conscious thing, as soon as you recognize consciously that that fear is kicking in and that imposter syndrome is is becoming apparent, then actually we can start to do something about it. So it's that idea of turning the subconscious thoughts, so that imposter syndrome automatically kicking in, it's about turning that and making it conscious. And this is something that I really enjoy talking to people about because imposter syndrome tends to be in reaction to situations and circumstances. So it might be that actually in some situations you're absolutely fine at speaking. You're happy to get on that stage, you're happy to get in front of a camera, or you're absolutely happy to jump on a microphone and do a podcast. It might be that one of those ways is absolutely fine. However, it could be that you're really fine getting on a podcast, but actually getting in front of camera is a completely different story. Or getting in front of cameras, absolutely fine. But jumping on stage in front of 2,000 people? Nah, you're all right. Thank you very much. So something that I always look at when I'm working with my clients and that idea of imposter syndrome and fear and mindset comes up is we always come back to our why. Why is it that we want to share what we want to share? What is it that's motivating us to do this in the first place? And actually, I suggest that you do this now. So if you're driving or you're out and about or you're doing something else, set a reminder to write it down because this is where the magic really starts to to happen. And it's through doing this work that we can start to change our mindset. And then we can really start to make a difference, especially when we're right at the beginning of our journeys and we're about to level up. We're all here for a reason. We're all here for a specific reason. We've all got our own dreams and goals to do with speaking. And I want you to think about why you're here to speak in the first place. What is it that you want to share? Why are you here to speak in the first place? And what is it that you want to share? What is your specific gift? What is it that you have to share? We've thought about the why, but what about the what? What is it in particular? What experience have you been through or what story have you got to tell or what information have you got to share? And why do you want to share that? So we've got why you're here to speak in the first place. What is your specific gift? And why do you want to share it? Once you start to look at the specifics of what it is that we have to share and why we want to do it, then we can start to think about what disservice you're doing, not only to yourself, but also to your audience if you don't share this stuff. Let me say that again. What disservice are you doing, not only to yourself, but also to your audience if you don't share this stuff? Because no one else can say it in a way that you can. So if you're not going to say it, no one's ever going to hear it. So what disservice are you doing both to yourself but also to your audience if you don't share it? 
So let's really start to think about getting clear on our why. And that's going to be our main focus for this week. So I would love you to write that down in a notes app, write it down with a notebook, paper. Personally, I find that paper and pen works really well for me. It's something to do with actually the physicality of writing it out, physically writing it out. Um, But do it in a way that works for you. Write it out, jot it down, get a really good idea about it and then keep coming back to it. Keep coming back to it every day. Have a look at it for two minutes every morning. Write it on some post-it notes. It could be that actually you're hyping yourself up to get on that line for the first time. Or you've got a talk or you've got a meeting coming up that you are terrified about. Put them on post-it notes. Whilst you're cleaning your teeth, have a look at them. Have a look at your phone whilst you're washing your face in the morning. Or whilst you're eating your breakfast and re-look at what it is. And have another look at, at why you're there to speak in the first place. What that passion is. Because my friend, we've all got gifts. It's as simple as that. We've all got reasons why we need to share our voices. We've all got reasons why we need to speak. So let's work together through this podcast and let's think about how we can increase our visibility, up our confidence and share our truths. Okay, guys, we've done it. Episode number one. Oh, fantastic. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed it, please, 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 please subscribe. Please, 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 please leave a review, especially as I'm starting out. I would love you forever if you could do that. It really does help to share the word, spread the message and get more people listening to it. If you want to find out more, you can head to my website, www.amylayton.com. I've got some free resources that are available there for you. And you can come and find me on Instagram. I am at Amy Layton. Come and join the party. Come and join the conversation. And I will catch you next week. See you then. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. As ever, if you did enjoy it, please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the word. And you can find the show notes for this episode over at amylayton.com. All right, have a great one. Catch you next week.